Hello, and welcome to the Elk River Lutheran Church Powered by Love podcast, recorded in beautiful downtown Elk River, Minnesota, right on the banks of the Mississippi River. Today we'll explore the Bible, life, and faith. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some sacred wit. To be powered by love is a spiritual thing More than a feeling To be powered by love Don't take money Don't take fame Don't take no credit card To ride this train It's strong and sudden It's cruel sometimes But it might just save your life To be powered by love Well, grace, mercy, and peace to you in the name of Jesus Christ. So this morning, like I said, we are beginning our sermon series from here to there. But before we get too far into the series this morning, I have a slight confession to make. Maybe this won't come as a surprise to anyone, but I am a recovering perfectionist. Right? I am this type of person that loves to have everything planned out to the absolute detail, meaning I have backups to backups when things don't go well. I know what might go wrong, and I've already kind of hoped I've thought it all through. And I have this image that I like to have things kind of in order and neat and perfect. You know, all the details, all the specifics. They have to be in line so that everything just goes smoothly and perfect. Now, that doesn't always, isn't always the case. Um, and I have kind of a weird example for you. And when Ellie and I were planning our wedding day, we covered all the details. The people, the flower, the guests, the worship service, the bulletin. You know, all the things that need to happen to make the perfect day. And if you know my wife, my wife is a type A planner. And so you put us together, everything will get covered. But on this day, my wife decided that the most important job that she could give me, because I needed to have everything in order, was to proof our bulletin for our wedding. And now, we had this whole thing planned out. It was all going great except for that bulletin. So naturally, she gives me this task of proofing. And what do I do? I corrected one minor detail. Does anybody catch what's wrong there? The wrong kind of altar. And it's the only thing in our entire day that really went wrong. But of course, guess what happens as any good preacher would do? Our pastor at the time picked up on one detail, and that was our sermon. Weddings are not as perfect as everybody wants them to be, right? It was a good example. I'll give him that. But boy, that one detail left me going, okay, now what do I do with this? What is that thing, that thing that I need to lean into in this idea of story. Maybe you're like me. I grew up with this kind of projected image of perfect all around me, that if we attained certain things, we would arrive at this final best destination. You know, coaches would say, practice makes 
some of you caught that. Practice makes what? Practice makes perfect. Yeah, right? As if an athlete could achieve the absolute perfect game or the perfect ability, that practice will get us to that end game, and that's where we will arrive. Or think about this, go to college, get the perfect job, right? Or buy the perfect first home, the one with the white picket fence. Or marry the perfect spouse. Or have the perfect, angelic, well-behaved children. Thank you for laughing. I appreciate that. <laughs> right? It's, it's, it's a good ideal, but boy, is it hard to attain. You see, all of these things, all of these realities project an image that I think causes a lot of anxiety and stress. Or maybe you're planning the perfect retirement life, the one where money is no issue, right? Health, not going to be a problem. You're going to have the best adventures you can imagine. And the reality is that's kind of hard to achieve, right? There's truth that we put this image out there as if you might arrive at this perfect notion. And the hard thing is, what it causes within us is stress and worry, anxiety, fear. I mean, all of those things lead us more into challenge rather than joy in the outcome. But I also think, I think we do this with our faith as well. You know, there's this magic formula that if I read enough scripture, or I pray enough, or I spend enough time in meditation, or if I attend church every week, that I'll eventually get to that promised place at the end. That we think this thing about faith is practice makes perfect. But it's easy to get stuck in this cycle of achieving expectations or chasing after the wind without a lot of success. But as we're starting this series from here to there, I want to start with just kind of a unique question. It's two words. What if? What if there's another way to live? What if we're not meant to be people so focused on the destination, but on the journey to get there? What if the pursuit of perfection isn't as important as the way God moves in our imperfectness? Yep, I made that word up. What if God moves in our imperfectness? What if you can find a sense of peace right where you are as you move from here to there? What if faith is not an arrival, but a journey? What if God is always moving us forward into something new? You see, I'm convinced that God is not always doing the same thing, but a new thing. And that's the idea that I want us to kind of reflect on and think about as we continue this series of movement from here to there. So over the next few weeks, we're going to talk about these themes that God moves us from getting by to dreaming big. Our next slide there. To hurting, from hurting to hope, from numbing out to leaning in, from lashing out to loving more, from this endless cycle of go, 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 to slow. What does it mean for us as people of faith to move from just getting by 
to dreaming big. You see, I, I'm convinced that we're living in a season of incredible change. And over the last few years, we've seen change accelerate. Here's what I mean by this. Does anybody know what this is called? <laughs> yeah, I just saw a few of our young people just go, huh? <laughs> little blank stare there, a little bit of a rotary phone. Now, I have to say, I grew up with a rotary phone well into the 90s. My dad didn't want to change the one on the wall because it worked really, really well. But a rotary phone, how do you use it for millennials or younger people? This is a whole new concept, how to turn the dial to make the numbers work, right? The same technology was in existence for well over 80 years. So think about that. This hasn't changed. Now, how about this one? Any of our wonderful adults know how to change the settings in their new phone? <laughs> I usually have to go to Weston and say, fix it. My nine-year-old seems to know better than even I do, which is crazy to think about. And every year, new and new technology comes out. I mean, experiences that we have never known are new. Two years ago, nobody really knew about Zoom, of all things, right? Now 470 million users log into Zoom every day. That's staggering. How many of you used to order your food online delivered to your door or your groceries brought out to your car instead of walking into the store? Or think about it this way. Two years ago, Elk River Lutheran really didn't know anything about online worship. And now we have people who are joining us from all over the country who worship with us on Sunday mornings. Change is happening rapidly, and it's easy to feel like we're just getting by, you know, because change is unfamiliar. And I think we get settled into this place of comfort. I still like the rotary phone. It's comfortable. It's easy. I don't have all the bells and whistles that I get confused about, it's easy to get stuck in that mode because change is hard. You see, we can either see change as an opportunity or a threat. If we see change as a threat, we simply survive. So how often when you feel something new kind of approach you, do you get uncomfortable? Does it bring up emotions, frustrations, anger, resentment? All of those things come out when change feels uncomfortable. But if change can be seen as an opportunity, there's the ability to see to dream God-sized dreams and see God-sized hope for our future. The reality here is that we can't just get by and dream big at the same time. You see, in a reading this morning from the prophet Isaiah, he's speaking to the Israelites who had been taken into exile by the Babylonians. The Israelites were stuck in a season of lamenting their change, the change in their situation. The change to them was a threat. It was uncomfortable. It's where they wanted to just simply hang on. So the Israelites doing what people do, they focused on the good things that happened in the past because that's where comfort rests, because they couldn't see the new things God was doing and the new things that God was doing in front of them at that moment. 
That's why the prophet Isaiah even comes to speak to God's people, is to remind them that God is doing something new. Do you remember as people when God said, are people free from Pharaoh? Remember when God parted the Red Sea? Weren't those great? Those were good times when God showed up. Well, what about today? God's not doing the same things that he was doing then today. See, their image of God was so rooted in the past that they missed the blessings of the new things that God was doing in this season of challenge. So the prophet Isaiah speaks, Do not remember the former things or consider the things of old. I am about to do a new thing. You see, if our focus is simply getting by, we want to return to what is familiar, what's comfortable, what's in our past. It's God's invitation is pay attention to the new. Well, we at Elk River Lutheran are going through a whole season of new. If you've read our bulletin or you've seen our newsletters lately, we are expecting new and wonderful things. In a few short months, we'll be starting this building remodel. In a few months, staffing changes will happen. There's this curiosity about a capital campaign in the future and all of these things that feel uncertain in this season. You see, we can either see those as threat or opportunity. Yet it's, we're very honest about this church. From the very beginning, this church has had its share of change, all of which came about because people dared to dream God-sized dreams. Two years ago, we even wondered, could we do online worship? And again, we're seeing this beautiful thing happening in our midst, that people feel connected to our community from anywhere. There are new things happening in this community of faith. God is helping us dream big dreams and accomplish big things. See, there's no promise that life's going to be easy or perfect. But there is a promise that God will be with us. God is doing a new thing right here where we are rooted. So if you're coming to worship this morning feeling like you're just getting by, or you're stuck in a rut, or you're feeling like it's simply a routine, and that change has you feeling a little bit unsettled or worried, my inv invitation to you is to wonder aloud and take a moment to bear witness to where is God doing new things here? Where is God inviting you to see God-sized dreams? Dreams that bring us as people of faith to new realities. And where is God inviting you to move from simply getting by to dreaming big? Amen. Well, thanks for joining us. You can find more information about Elk River Lutheran Church at our website, elkriverlutheran.org. And if you'd like to give to support this podcast and the other ministries of the church, just click that Give button at the top of the homepage. Thanks again, and have a great week. Don't take money, don't take fame, but it might just save your life to be powered by love.